Welcome to Scaling Up, the podcast for water treaters by water treaters, where we're scaling up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. Hello, Scaling Up Nation. Trace Blackmore here. Happy 2019. Can you believe we are in the third week of 2019? Where did 2018 go? Well, it has gone and went, and now three weeks of 2019 have come and gone. And I am so impressed by how many people have responded back to my earlier podcast where I have asked the Scaling Up Nation to come up with goals for this year that are going to make you better as a person, better as a water treater, making the industry better. And of course, that spirals and makes everything that we touch better when we get better. So many people have reached out to me and said that they were doing that very thing. So I really want to thank you for letting me know about that. And I've also received several questions already this year around how people can do better with goal setting. So we're going to continue our theme in this Pinks and Blues episode, and I'm going to answer the questions that people have written into me to ask specifically about goal setting. Our first listener writes in, how do I make 2019 better than 2018? What am I not seeing that can help me complete that goal? So I think I mentioned a lot of this on my first episode, so it might be repeated, but since this person asked this question, I'm going to go ahead and answer it. So did you celebrate the accomplishments of last year? And a lot of us, the last person that we celebrate is ourselves. And there is so much value in that. If you think about all the things that you did in order to accomplish the things that you did last year, you made a plan. Well, before you even made a plan, you said, I want to accomplish this. And then you looked at all of the things that you had to do in order to accomplish that, and you made a plan in order to get that done. You then completed that plan, which completed that goal, and you need to take time and celebrate that. Now, the key thing that happened there is that you planned around your life. And that's why I think most plans fail. I think some plans fail because people really don't explore what the cost is to get a certain goal to come true. What actually has to happen? What are all the steps in order for me to complete that goal? But people also don't realize that when you're going to do something different in order to get something done, otherwise you would have had it done already, you have got to do different things. So what are all the things that have to change in order for you to accomplish that goal? Now, the ones that you celebrated because you did well, ask yourself, would I have done these things anyway, and they really weren't goals. And if they were, those probably aren't good ones to look at for life lessons. But if they fit the SMART timeline that we talked about on the episode two weeks ago, and they fit all those items, and you were able to get that done, even with the trials and tribulations of everyday life, 
you really accomplished something and look at all the things that you did in order to make that work. That is you working within your life with all the things that are coming up and being able to still accomplish that goal. If you can figure out what you did with that, you can now apply how you successfully tackled that goal with your new goals that you're trying to come up with for this year. And folks, I don't recommend that you just come up with one goal for the year. I recommend that you come up with a new goal every quarter. Every 90 days, you are really taking something major in your life and you are achieving that. Now, maybe that's a huge goal and you have pieces of that each and every quarter or each and every month that are achieving that ultimate goal. But if you look at, I have an entire year to complete this one goal, most people won't even start on it until December and it's too late by then. So don't let the calendar fool you. Try to make sure that you're taking advantage of all the time that you have within the year. And the way I found that it makes it really easy for me to do that is for me to do quarterly goals. Now, the flip side on what I said earlier is what happens when we don't accomplish goals? And a lot of us, we feel bad. We feel like a failure. Well, folks, don't feel like a failure. Use that experience to teach you what you need to know about yourself, about your life, about getting that goal achieved and rework that based on what life taught you. Everything we do is a lesson if we care to sit down and learn it. So if we did not get one of our goals accomplished and it's still something we want to do, the plan that we had was not realistic. It didn't account for our day-to-day. It didn't account for our family life. It didn't account for other things that were going on. We have to account for those things and then see if we can still do those goals and plan with that in mind. So I hope you can use whatever experience that you had to help you get those goals accomplished. Now, I'm just thinking, I mentioned the SMART tool a couple of weeks ago. There's some people listening that may not have heard that episode. So SMART, it's real easy. It's it's an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time Bound. If you didn't hear that episode, that's episode 67. You can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash 67 or your favorite podcast app, and it's episode 67 where I talk about that. I created a downloadable for you to make that very easy for each one of your goals. You can print one of those items out. So maybe using that tool will help you accomplish your goals this year. Another listener writes in and says, Trace, one of my goals is to read more. Can you please share your recommended reading list with the Scaling Up Nation? Well, Nation, there is nothing that I would rather do than to share my recommended book list. And as you know, I really enjoy reading. I don't have time to read. A lot of the things that I read are actually read to me on Audible. And I love that so many people in the Scaling Up Nation have contacted me and said, thank you so much for letting me know about Audible. I'm able to read again, and I'm able to do it within the day-to-day of driving to a customer location, and thank you so much for that. So I thank you for letting me know that. 
By the way, if you don't have Audible, I can get you a free month and a free book on Audible by going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash Audible. And that's a risk-free way for you to try that out. And again, that is one of the tools that has helped me tremendously. I can't tell you how many topics that I have used on this show because of something that I have read. So if I wasn't able to read all that I do, I would not be able to fulfill a lot of the topics that we've talked about, especially last year. So if you go to the Scaling Up H2O webpage and you go to the resources tab and you click on resources, you will see top picks. These are my top reading picks. And I'll go ahead and tell you that uh, my top few books, of course, no surprise to anybody that listens to the show, my top pick is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen R. Covey. My next pick is Turn the Ship Around. That was by Captain David Marquet of the United States Navy. He was on the program last year. And then The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni really teaches you in a fable format. He makes up characters and teaches you how to work within a team and how to really get a team firing on all cylinders. It's one of the best team-building books that I have ever read. And then that's followed by Good to Great by Jim Collins. And that was a book that was recommended to me by one of my business coaches. And that that just talks about why great companies went from good companies to great companies. And of course, you can emulate that whether you own your own company or you are working within a company. That's followed by The Advantage. The Advantage is another Pat Lencioni book. And it's one of his books that he put together. It's a how-to book, no fables included in that. Uh, It's just all the meat and potatoes of what you need to do. And he combines about five or six of his books within that one book. It's a real compact read, lots lots of action items for you to do with that. And then the last one I'll share with you is Traction. And Traction, if you own a company, is a way that you can run all your meetings, all of your interactions with your customers, with your employees. And as I told the Scaling Up Nation before, you know, my father taught me water treatment. He did not teach me anything about running a business. And for those of you out there that run a business, you know that running a business, you know something today and you learn something new that teaches you what you did yesterday was totally wrong. So this book allows you to use a system that you can put together, and there's a lot of free tools online around Traction or EOS, the Entrepreneur Operating System, or you can work with a facilitator to help you put that together. But anyway, I'll get back to the book. The book is called Traction, and that's by Gino Wickman. Now, there's over 30 books on my recommended picks list, and these are the top 32 books that I feel really made me a better person, a better business owner, a better manager, a better friend, a better spouse, a better salesperson. I can continue with that list, but I can't think of anything else. So uh, I hope that list helps you. And thank you very much for asking that question. My last question comes from another listener, and it sounds like they're having some issues with goal setting. And again, that's our theme this month. So when it comes to goal setting, I never get anything completed that I set out to. My job keeps me so busy that I have given up even trying to create goals. I'm stuck. 
I'm frustrated. What should I do? I feel like this has turned into some sort of self-help show, but I'm okay with this. I think I'm up for the task, and I really appreciate you writing in this question. So my first piece of advice to you is don't feel alone. I know, especially in our job, when we're isolated going from customer to customer, we can feel like we are an island. And the first piece of advice is don't feel that way. You are not the only person with this issue. And if anybody has ever told you that they have never felt this way, I promise you that they are lying. So don't feel alone and then don't give up. Because when you set goals, you're thinking, what is going to make my life better? What is going to make me do my job better? What is going to make it easier when I do my job? How am I going to get myself recognized for promotion? How am I going to show the customer how much I am valuable to them? And you do that by setting goals, making sure that they can get accomplished. The goals that we just talked about are going to make you better. They're going to make you happier. When you accomplish things like this, things that you deem that are valuable in your life, I promise your life will get better. And this helps every aspect of your life. This helps every interaction that you have. This helps your relationships. This helps your confidence. This helps your self-esteem. It will help everything that you touch because you came up with a particular goal or several goals that will allow you to be better, will allow you to make the industry better, will allow you to make your life better. And then you accomplish that. So all this sounds great, right? So how do I give you some handles where you can actually pick this advice up and do something with it? And I was really looking at this question and I wanted to make sure that I answered it correctly because I know how depressing it can be when we have a list of goals and we didn't accomplish any of those. And when we try to set goals again, we're just thinking, well, I'm just not going to complete these as well. So I wanted to make sure I did a really good job answering this question. And I'm actually borrowing what I heard from a conference that I went to Earlier this year, it was uh, Chick-fil-A puts on a conference every year here in Atlanta. It's called LeaderCast, and they have all of these different business people come in and talk to business owners, and they talk about items that will make you better at business, better at life. And one of the people that spoke is actually the head pastor of my church, Andy Stanley, and he spoke so well to this issue, I'm going to borrow what Andy told the audience. So he gave us three things, and I thought that these were huge. So number one is, and before I even get into these, these are commitments that you have to make to yourself. And these will help you through exactly the issue that you addressed from your question. So number one is I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Now, that sounds a little bit weird, 
But think about what he's saying there. There are so many positive affirmation things that we hear, and we've got to visualize all this positivity, but we also need to realize what life is telling us. And we also need to realize that life is about decisions, and we are a product of every decision that we make. And if we are not where we want to be, we simply have nobody else to blame but ourselves. And if we are not realizing that those decisions are not allowing us to get where we want to get, we are simply lying to ourselves. So again, number one is I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. I am going to own up to reality. I'm going to see what life is teaching me, and if I don't like that, I'm going to use that as a lesson to change and get the results that I want. Number two is I will prioritize what I want most over what I want now. Again, everything we do is a compilation of all of the decisions that we make. And if we are not getting done what we said was most important to us, we are not making the right decisions. So what happens if we made a plan for a particular goal, and then in the moment of choice when it is time to work that plan, and we choose something else that's right in front of us, we are not making the right decision to do what is most important to us. We're simply doing what's most popular or what is in front of us right now. So simply what he's saying is we have to prioritize what we decide to do. The last one he says, and this one is so important, and I would definitely not be where I am now without taking the number three advice, and I definitely would not be growing to where I want to grow without taking the advice, and you're now wondering, well, what is the advice? Well, number three was I will not lead myself by myself. Folks, I have told you so many times that I feel that I'm at the level that I am as a water treater because of the people that decided that they wanted to invest their time into me. Because of that, I am a better person. Because of that, I try to pay that forward and I mentor other people so they can do the same thing. But you can't do life by yourself. You can't do water treatment by yourself. And folks, you cannot accomplish your goals by yourself. You need, at the very least, to have somebody else involved so they can hold you accountable, but they're also going to help you along the way. So I really like these notes that I took from Andy Stanley's message from Chick-fil-A's LeaderCast. I'll give them to you one more time because I like them so much. Number one is I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Number two, I will prioritize what I want most over what I want now. And number three is I will not lead myself by myself. So I hope that this answer to your question, one, makes you feel better about why you did not get some of the goals accomplished. 
And I hope you do not give up on goal setting because when you identify what the goals are that you need to do in your life to make your life better, to make yourself better, to make the industry better, you are going to feel so much better. All right. I really felt like that was a self-help episode, but I enjoyed doing that and I hope you guys got something out of it. Folks, thanks so much for writing in this week, giving me these questions. I sure appreciate it. If you have a question that you want me to answer on Scaling Up H2O, please go to scalinguph2o.com and go to the show notes page and you can let me know what your question is. And folks, if you want that awesome t-shirt that I talked about earlier in the year, if you record a voicemail for me, which you can do by going to scalinguph2o.com, clicking on the voicemail button, and if I use your voice to read your own question on the air, I will send you that awesome Scaling Up t-shirt. Folks, thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week on Scaling Up. 